you're probably sewing wrong, and I'm going to explain this to you because I didn't know. I grew up in a church without, well, I grew up in a different church. I don't want to go into a lot of different details about it today, but the money thing is important, especially in this climate. It's important for Christians to live independent of the world system. One of the one of the best teachers um, is Bill Winston as far as teaching how to get off the system. He was a person who was working at IBM, and uh, he teaches how he got off that system and start living independent of the world system. Uh, so you have everything everybody else has. You got you know, your insurance and your health care and all that kind of stuff, but you're living independent of the system. And I think that's important because I don't think a lot of people know. So I'm just going to give you like a couple a couple tips, something that you should, you should really study this on your own. But I'm going to give you a couple tips for your um, just for your knowledge of uh, how to how to flow independent of the world system. Um, so I give you a little bit of information. Remember 2008, General Motors closed or they filed bankruptcy. And so one, I was living in a small town and General Motors was probably the biggest employer, if not one of the biggest employers in that area. It was only like 36,000 people in that town. Um, so for them to leave, you know, that was really major. And so they really haven't recovered fully from it because nobody kind of stepped in place of General Motors in that area. So a lot of people left town. They didn't lose their jobs. They just got relocated. And so what I'm saying is where I come from, they didn't really teach how to live independent of the world system. They were teaching tithing and, come, you know, don't steal the man's time, you know, that kind of stuff. But when I moved to... Uh, when I moved to uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, after I graduated high school, um, look, I went to this church called Christian Faith Fellowship Church, Bishop Hines and Pastor Pam, and they taught realistically. They taught from a different perspective. Um, my dad was a deacon at my church, and even he got some revelation on uh, money. Um, I think I may have mentioned it. On another podcast, but I wanted I wanted to get this to you because I want you to understand that the seed is so important. Jesus Christ is a seed that God, the Father, put into the earth, and there are mysteries inside the seed. So if you if you if you open up an apple, you can count how many seeds are in an apple. But if you plant those seeds, you can't count how many apples are inside of that seed. And so there's mystery in the seed. I just want to tell you from a real perspective where I used to be. And where I am now, but when I left that small town where my dad was a deacon, um, they were teaching us just stay in love and tithe, and um, people were happy. They worked at General Motors, um, and, and and it was a it was where I was. There were a lot of Christians in human resources and a lot of Christians in management to a place where if you wanted a job, people would say go to this church. If you want to work in the school district, go to this church. If you want to work at General Motors, go to this church. If you want to work at for the city, or you know. That's how it was. Uh, if you want to work in department stores, go to this go to this church. If you want to work at that big store. Because there were Christians in management and human resources when I was growing up. So you went to the church to get a job. Really good job. So um so what happens uh when I went to Milwaukee, went to Bishop Hines Church, went to Pamela Hines Church, they said they had a little when they first got married. Um, they live in a very small apartment, didn't have a kitchen, had a kitchenette. And uh, the way they built their life is through the seed. Okay, so 
he said, I, I want to teach you this because I don't think a lot of people think they know it, but they don't. He said, when we would get our tithe, we would always give above it. And so he said, we wouldn't, we wouldn't add $20 to the tithe. If it was a $100 tithe, we wouldn't add $20 to it. We would add $120 to it. So you put $220 in the envelope. And then we would snowball it. So that was just January. And you don't have to do this every Sunday. But at least one Sunday out the month, you should do that. But then that was just January. February, it would be 125 or 140 They would stretch themselves every month. And that's how they started building their life. That's how they, they built um, the ministry that they built in Milwaukee. The church is called Christian Faith Fellowship Church. Green Bay Packers go to their church on Sunday. So... Uh, I wanted to mention that to you. And one more thing. If you're a college student, I won't mention her name, but there was a girl um, around that time when I was going to the Pastor Hines Church. There was a girl. She would give $1,000 from her financial aid every semester from freshman year to senior year. She gave $1,000 from her financial aid to the kingdom. There's something special about $1,000 seed. It's just it shifts things for you. I've done it. It just it just changes the trajectory of your life. It just shifts things. When you get to that level, giving a thousand dollar seed, the harvest is going to come back as a thought first. It's going to come back as a thought, and then it's going to come back. And you're going to see something in the natural. And so, when if you do that from freshman year to senior year, because a lot of people, you know, this is 2021, and a lot of people are saying. Um, you came you came, you came in freshman year as a Christian conservative, now you're graduating liberal and you don't even you're not really sure about your faith anymore. Or or you know, people to send their kids to these colleges and their kids come back totally different. Um so and then they don't want to go into these, you know, woke these woke corporations. They don't really want to work for these people because of their attitudes towards Christians or the political, you know, the political stuff is going on. So you have people who don't even want to work for these, for these companies coming uh, from a Christian background. They don't really want to go. They want to work, but they don't want to work for these particular companies. They're trying to figure out, okay, where do I land? I'm looking for a Christian this. I'm looking for a Christian this. I'm looking for a Christian law firm, a Christian this, a Christian that to work for. And um, um Excuse me. <laughs> um, so people are they frustrated about where to go, where to pivot. Um, I said this before, I think, in other podcasts. It's very important that you understand three things. Um, when you're a Christian, you have a covenant with God, and that covenant is real. And with the which this is how you're supposed to live. You love your job. You're anointed to do your, to do your job. You work inside your mountain of influence. You got your own body, your own fig tree. On Fridays, you don't need the paycheck, and can't nobody fire you. That's how you're supposed to live. But the way you get there is through the seed. And what the system does, even though it's not God's best for you, whatever they're offering you is a fraction of your covenant. You have to always remember that's a fraction of the covenant lifestyle that God wants you to step into. But we're grateful because the system gives us seed. So when you sow, you want to be connected to the prophetic. You tithe, you sow, and you want to be connected to the prophetic. Because we're still fire by night, cloud by day people. The prophets tell you when the cloud is moving and where it's moving. Without prophets, we end up in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. Okay, so that's something that you have to be conscious of, aware of, 
coming out the gate at 22, coming out the gate as far as high school, how do I navigate, how do I pivot? The seed, the prophetic, and your tithe. Your tithe is going to release inside concepts and ideas to get you off the world system. Make sure you also have to go through something called the cleansing of prosperity. That's when you go to the deliverance line. You get all that stuff out of you, childhood trauma, um, the divorce, the things that happened at the sleepover, the things that happened growing up in school, the conditioning you got from your family, um, you know, all of that stuff that isn't good, all the wrong programming that's inside of you because God wants to be able to put you in a place where he, can, he wants to be able to put you anywhere in the world and you can get things done because you can work with anybody. Okay, so cleansing of prosperity, um, going to the deliverance line, being connected to the prophetic, one-on-one prophetic ministry every year for the rest of your life. You got to stay connected to the prophetic. You're tithing and you're sowing. This is how you navigate because the seed is going to, um, if you're, like I said, if you're sowing every semester of college, $1,000 seed or, or do the best you can, that seed is going to create something for you where you're not lost and confused and I don't want to work with these people, but I need to, I got to pay up my student loans or, or, you know, I just don't feel comfortable doing this for a living. You know, the seed will create something for you. Um, it'll create something for for you, specifically for you. And you have to understand that it's a covenant thing. Just keep sowing, and God's going to take you into that covenant lifestyle. I love my job. I'm anointed to do my job. I work inside my mountain of influence. I got my own vine and my own fig tree. On Fridays, I don't need the paycheck. Can't nobody fire me. That's what the seed is going to take you into. But you got to do it. Um, I remember I was reluctant to sow because the way that they described it, when I, when I said Daryl and Pam Hines, Bishop Hines, Pastor Pam, look, when they first said that, I was like, man, I can't buy groceries if I sow like that. But what the seed can do is the seed might give you favor with the grocery store manager. The seed might give you some grocery store gift cards. The seed might give you a grocery store. You don't know what the seed is going to do. But if you don't sow, you'll never know. So um, that's important. I know in this climate, a lot of people are coming like they don't want to. They want to work, but they don't want to work for because of the political climate. is so crazy. People don't even want to work for these companies. They want to work, but they don't want to work for a lot of these companies. And they don't know what to do, how to pivot. The seed is going to create something for you. And so um, always be Always be conscious of that. Don't ever stop sowing, even if it's, you know, times are good. Don't ever get disconnected from the prophetic and don't ever stop sowing. Um, that'll take you, that'll help you navigate through the seasons. Because the days are not supposed to run into each other. You're not supposed to be sleeping through the weekend. You ain't supposed to be dreading going to work. It's not supposed to be that kind of lifestyle for you. If you're a Christian, that's not supposed to be your lifestyle. Okay? Right? You're listening to the... Uh, the Gala Five podcast. My name is Shane Burris.